<clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Strictly MMA Talk Show. I'm your host, James, and this is your co-host, Nate. Nate, how we doing, baby? We're doing well over here, James, but I got to be honest with you. We need to address the elephant in the room this week, okay? Is this one? No. <laughs> It is Christmas not trees. the Christmas tree. However, I do love it. Thank you. We're, we're smack dab in the middle of November. If your Christmas tree isn't up, I feel bad for you. Sure. Yeah. Mine's not Professive. up, so I feel bad for myself. But I'll get, get there. On. I'll get there. No, James, the elephant in the room is... We're strictly bets this weekend, bro. I know. I slacked. What the hell happened? I got a... Uh... Were you no busy? excuses? There's Were no excuses. Feel like it. I don't like to make excuses. I did get busy this week with work life balance, and I was at work Saturday morning uh, and Friday nights and did not post them. But no excuses. I'm gonna take that L on the chin. Um, it's not like anybody bought them, anyways. So, <clears throat> well, shots fired there, but. He'll be back. I don't know if they'll be back this week because nobody's are people betting on this fight card. I don't have a problem with this fight card, but I have a feeling the views and the betting on this card are particularly lower than than normal. Yeah, I mean Adrian Yanez is fighting. That's true. I fucking love you know what? In fact, this one's for you, Adrian. Let's go, baby. You and Gravy Grant. Grant. No, no, it's frozen. Hold on. Are we back? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, James. I was having some technical difficulties over here. We good? I think we got it. All right, we I back. Uh, for sure. Yeah, him and David Grant. That's a good fight. Adrian Yana's David Grant. That's a fun fight. So I am excited for that one. Eleven yeah, percent of the topology voters are going with Davy Grant, man. Damn, really? I mean, like I am so. Yeah, like I get it. But I thought it'd be a little bit, a little bit different. But Yana's getting a lot of fans, man. He's fun. And he's good. And he's durable. He's tough. I don't have anything negative to say about him. Honestly. Yeah, main event: Misha Tate, Vieira, Michael Chiesa, and Sean Brady. All right, we can get. Dude, that one snuck that up one. on me. Yeah, we can get excited for that one. That one, they haven't really promoted that like at all for some reason. I don't know why. Like, that's a fucking, that's a good fight. That's a good matchup. I don't know why that's not like on posters everywhere. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, also, I don't know if this is, I mean, it's definitely not right. I just went to Best Fight Odds and it said Augusto Sakai and Tai Tuivasa, but that's I, not true. I think it was supposed to be on this card. Yeah. Makes sense. It was Makes supposed sense. to be on this card, yeah, and then something happened. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I remember, I do remember the fight getting put together, but I do remember the fight being pulled for an injury or something. All right, all right. So, so maybe strictly bets, and, and a couple more weeks until we're back is what you're saying. I yeah, I should I mean, hold my breath for this weekend. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it. I'll put up another poll. Do you guys want bets this weekend? Everyone will say yes. Like, yeah. yeah. We want them. James, yes, please give me all your knowledge. And then like $5. I don't have that kind of money. Fucking broke bitches. Fucking losers. 
All right, all right. I'm gonna keep it moving then, man. We'll we'll rewind a little bit. We'll talk about uh, the fights that happened this weekend. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, you know, you want to start at the top. You want to start with Mr. Uh, Mr. Holloway and Mr. Rodriguez first. Dude, how can you not? How can you not? Like, <sighs> I mean, you want to start this off? You want me to go? No, I, I was just gonna, you know, start by reading your first bullet point. But uh, you can tell the people what uh, you think about Yair Rodriguez and the Max yeah, Holloway fight. Yeah, your Rodriguez is a fucking savage. But I put in the notes, but Max is just too good. Look, I think Yair blew everybody's expectations out of the water of him. I think a lot of people, I mean, what was he sitting at? <clears throat> like a plus 500 going into this fight. Max yeah. is like a minus seven or something, yeah. minus 700. Pretty much exactly. Yep, yep. You know, I, I don't think anybody thought Yair had any chance, especially coming off this layoff of two years and the last opponent he took on was Jeremy Stevens where he kind of looked like he gassed a little bit in the third round of that fight. Tell you what, Yair Rodriguez, his cardio is there. His power is there. Skill is there. That dude is a fucking problem for majority of people in the division that are not Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky. Um, I will say his ground game needs some work. There seems some holes with that. However, on the feet, you want to strike with Yair Rodriguez at the, the featherweight division? Have fun. Fucking have fun with that. Dude, those, those kicks come from all weird angles. They're fast. They're powerful. I mean, what, what in the first round, he landed like, what, like 36 leg kicks or something on Max Holloway's leg, and they come up, boom. They're quick. He's a, he's a problem, bro. He's a problem. He's young. He's hungry. He's vicious. Look out for that kid. Look out for that kid if he's not fighting Max Holloway. I mean, what were your thoughts? Uh, so, so you're down on the ground game of Mr. Yair Rodriguez. Uh, he was in some tough spots, man, but he did weasel his way out of there for sure. Multiple no. times. Yeah. He's he scrambling, did rolling over. He did against Max Holloway. whose Ground game is, is not horrible, but it's nothing to the caliber of like Brian Ortega. Um, right. If you're fighting Brian Ortega next, <laughs> clean up that ground game a little bit, man. Clean up that ground game a little bit because the way Max was passing your guard, the way Max was taking your back, the way Max was getting your neck, Brian Ortega has any of those moments, any of those opportunities, fight's over, 1,000%. And you know Brian Ortega in a fight like that is going to capitalize on those opportunities because Brian Ortega ain't striking with you for five rounds. He's not dumb. So, yeah. well, not to be negative, like, yeah, you're a fucking beast, but I just, that ground game is, is open for a guy like Ortega. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I would echo a lot of what you said. Uh, when when the fight was even slowed down in between rounds and at the end, and it was in slow motion, the strikes still seemed to be going pretty fast, man. Like, the, both of them, clearly a Max Holloway victory, but it was back and forth the whole time. Like, yeah, he was putting up a good fight. Uh, the, the flying knee from Holloway to the sternum or neck of Yair Rodriguez, uh, that would have put me out for good. So, yeah. Uh, multiple times did he come back. And how about the foot, man? How about your Rodriguez balloon foot after the fight? Dude, Disgusting. I know. That was a bad Absolutely. break. Yeah, Disgusting. And then uh, Bisping asked him about it, and he's like, well, yeah, that's what I get for being a kicker, right? And then Bisping just goes, absolutely. Moves right on. Took it like a champ, dude. Dude, how about Dana White talking about how Max Holloway wasn't even limping? I may, maybe again, like he had adrenaline, you know, it's the next day. It's probably going to be a little bit worse, but still he's walking around, he's dancing, he's having fun with his, his kid and his wife. And dude, 
who Max Holloway is not a fucking human being. The the shots he took from Yair Rodriguez to his chin, to the dome, and he was just eating them. The yeah. shots he took to his leg, the elbow. eating them. The elbow. Like not I don't he's just he's a fucking lunatic. Like I don't understand how he withholds this damage. I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't put together that he wasn't really limping either. I didn't notice that until just now. The whole fight, too. Like, he was switching stances, don't get me wrong, but, like, never did his leg buckle. Never did he ever, you know, show any signs of pain. Like, I don't know, man. Max a fucking different animal. I mean, no, that's, that's a good point. I'm going to put the spotlight back on Rodriguez, too, man. I mean, because you didn't know his foot was jacked up until the fight ended, and he basically had to have his two buddies carry him. Dude, true. He was moving around like he wasn't throwing the kicks too much anymore, but he was still he was still popping around true. on his foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like he abandoned the leg kicks. Yeah, but yeah. like you said, the movement. I didn't notice it. Um, Yair's chin too. I mean, we knew about Max's chin, but Yair took some big, big shots and like he ate him. You know, like he didn't buckle. He ate him. Like he even had that one that that stiff right. It was like a, it was a one-two Max threw snapped Yair's head all the way back and he looked at Max. He's like, and then just threw back at him. Yep, Fucking yep. gangster, man. Yair's stock went up too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Great night for both men uh, and the fans as well, dude. It was a great one to watch. Another great main event. But let's move on to the second bullet point, man. Does Volkanovsky versus Holloway three make sense? It's a good question. It, it it's so weird. It's like, I don't think I've really ever seen a situation like this occur. Like they fought twice. Volk clearly beat him the first time. The second time a shitload of the world thought Max Holloway did enough for the decision, but the judges gave it to Volkanowski, but everybody, his fan base, a lot of other fighters in the UFC, Dana White, even they're echoing that Max Holloway won that second fight. So Max Holloway then, goes and beats two top contenders and Calvin Cater and Yair Rodriguez starts, continues to clean up the division. Volkanovski takes on Ortega, you know, a former title challenger beats him up a little bit. Um, Ortega had his moments, but ultimately that was Volkanovski's night as well. So now you just have Volk in Holloway sitting at the top of the division, sitting pretty again. I mean, what else do you do, Nate? No, no. Uh, if you, if, okay. One, I don't know who wouldn't want to see a third fight, okay? For sure. That's number one. That's number one. But if if you don't want to see that happen and you don't think that Holloway should fight Volkanovski again, that's fine. It's fine. But tell me who else Max Holloway is going to fight at 145. That's it. That's all I'm asking. If you can do that, great. I don't think you can. I, what what 145 fight makes sense for Holloway after doing the, the last two fights, the last – I don't even want to say how many fights. It's more than two, because even if you look at the Volkanovski fights, like, obviously, one of the top dogs. Dude, like, there's there's Giga knocking on the door, but he's got to get by Calvin Cater next. Um, dude, like, there's nothing. Like, and, and again, like, I still think in a, if the situation was different, if Volkanovski clearly beat Holloway in the second fight, um, I think a lot of people would be like, all right, Max, like, maybe just, like, take some time, bulk up, maybe go up to 55, start playing with some some of the uh, fighters up there, but a lot of people thought he won, man. A lot of people thought he won that second fight. 
a lot. Like too many people believed he won that second fight. It's probably the same amount of people that thought Dominic Reyes beat John Jones. And they ended up obviously not fighting again. But in a situation like that, this is what I've been saying. <clears throat> if you're Alexander Volkanovsky, you're the champ, right? You're the undisputed UFC featherweight champ. I don't care how much you claim you ignore the media, how much you ignore the public, how much things don't bother you. It has to fucking bother you a little bit that you don't get the respect that you feel you should be getting because a lot of the world thinks you lost that second fight. There's no way the competitor in you doesn't fucking bother you. Just, just a tiny bit. And maybe not a lot, but just, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit, Nate. Come on. All right. right or wrong. I'll, I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. You know, I was going to say, you know, I really don't think he cares because he got the W and he still has the belt either way. But like you said, the competitor in him, maybe I'll let it slide. It's just my two cents, man. It's like, I don't think it's an ego thing with him. I think it's, he's such a competitor to the point that, I mean, like every time, every, even the, even the interviewers, when they're talking to him, Hey, no. Always yelling at my fucking dog in this podcast. Even the the reporters, when they're talking to Volkanovsky and Max Holloway gets brought up, they subtweet him and they go, Is Max Holloway, is that trilogy fight there? Because you know, a lot of people, a lot of the world did thought, you know, we're saying Max Holloway won that second fight. So is the third fight something that interests you? I mean, I sounded like John Morgan there. Like that's how he talks, like that's what he says. And those are like, come on, that's gonna irk you a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. I mean, who else was Volkanovski fight? Same question. Go. Who else did he fight? That's, yeah. I mean, it, uh, it's not going to be Brian Ortega, Yair Rodriguez, Korean Zombie, Calvin Cater, Arnold Allen, Josh Emmett. You get, like, it's going to be nobody. I'm sorry. No one else is in a position to do so. Like, Yair would have been in the position if he beat Max, but he didn't. He lost. Just like everybody else does. Yeah, and, like, do you really feel like if Giga beats Calvin, like, is that enough, really? It could be exciting. Don't get me wrong. But is that enough of a resume to take on Alexander the Great? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Not over right. Max. Right. And do you just expect Holloway to hang out and then fight Giga if he wins? I, I do think Max will do whatever at this point. Like, I think he's kind of let go. <clears throat> Not let go. Like, obviously, he'd want to be champ again. So I shouldn't say let go. But he's just going to be like, you know what? Whoever you throw in front of me, I'll fucking beat their ass. It doesn't matter. So whether it's Volk, whether it's a McGregor rematch, whether it's Giga, you guys pick what you want to do, and I'll keep running through them. That's where I feel like he's at. My vote would be McGregor rematch. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, you know, now one you, fight at 155. No one's got a bitch about him moving up the rankings or anything. Just whoop, quick bag. That's what I'm the saying. Right? division, you know, take care of some things. Then he'll come back. Um, if your goal is to get back, <clears throat> this is not a good episode for my throat, guys. Don't don't clip that. Don't clip that. Oh. Don't clip that. Don't clip that. Um, if you're Connor and you want to get back to the belt at 55, I don't think you take a fight with Holloway. Um, 
because Holloway's at 45, he'd have to come up and fight you. But if you feel like bringing up, you know, a fight from the past and you feel like putting on a show like you always do and everything like that, I mean, why not take the Holloway fight? I don't, I personally don't think it's the smartest choice for his career. I think it would be a sick fight and I'm all for it. I personally don't think it's the smartest choice in his career. If he wants to get back to the belt, that's a big risk. Because if he loses that fight, Nate, how do you, how do you argue Matt? Like he claims he wants to get back and get his belt back. He wants to get the fight with Dustin. What if he loses to Max Holloway? Uh, you know, I just don't believe it, man. I don't believe that. Uh, here we are talking about McGregor again. You brought Always it up. It wasn't me. Wasn't yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think he cares, man, at all. One bit about the belt. You don't think he cares about the belt? Nah, no. I already right. had it. Been so there, what do you think he cares that. about? What do you, money, do you think? Is- cash, and the it's public perception. That's it. There it is. You can never have enough money, dude. What are you talking about? There it is. Public, dude, he makes way more money from other things that's not fighting, though. That's my point. Like, he makes a quick, quick bag to him doing these fights, but the money he's making now not fighting is significantly more. Like, it's not even, it's not even fucking close. Um, you know that. But <clears throat> the public, uh, would you say public perception? Is that what you saw? Yeah. There it is. Bingo. That's what I think it is. You know, I think he's someone, he loves being in the limelight, like clearly, obviously, right? You know, and I feel, and I do feel for him in a sense, like it, that's a tough thing to probably let go. Like if that's something like you enjoy, like you enjoy being an entertainer, like you enjoy putting on this stuff for the fans, like you enjoy doing these things, which I feel, truly feel he does, whether he's doing it to feed his ego or because he just generally enjoys it, that, uh, that does have to be a tough thing to let go. And you know, tweeting at people and, and taking these fights with possibly Max Holloway and trying to get the Dustin Poirier. What the fuck do you even call a fourth fight? Quad, whatever, quadly, whatever you want to fucking call it. Mm -hmm. Um, These things, you know, keep him in the limelight. And I I do think that is something that he wants to continue to do. I agree with you. Like the whole public perception is, is part of why he wants to keep doing this because like, he doesn't need to keep fighting that need to so this has to be a want with either he really does want to be champ again or he just wants to stay conor mcgregor my thoughts all right moving on man unless you have anything else to say about the main event and the characters involved nah man that's yeah years of fucking beast max probably should just get the title fight again. Sorry, Volk. You're probably just going to have to do it. I know you're probably sitting on the couch hoping that Max will just lose so everyone will shut up, but it doesn't look like that time's coming anytime soon. So we'll see what happens, I mean, man. Yeah, you. you know, if you're the guy at the top of the mountain and the same guy somehow keeps making his way back, whatever. If you're the best, you just keep beating him. That's the best that they have to offer. Fuck it. That's a good point. Yeah, I like that. That was a good, that was a good take, Nate. Yeah, bro. It's like if Kobe Covington, you know, wins two fights. Like if Kobe Covington wins his next two fights, he, does he get a title shot? I probably. It's a good point. Side note, you know, people thought Kobe won that fight. <clears throat> dude, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> like, what? Uh, dude, I rewatched it when people said that, and I was like, I don't. Like, it's a competitive fight, but how did Kobe win this fight? I don't. 
What? Got some there's some Kobe Sims out there, man. Nothing nothing else to evaluate on that one. Even Kobe kind of like accepted the loss. Like he wasn't expecting to win the fight. Like when it eh. went to the city, like the he at the press conference, he was talking to shit like he always does. Yeah. But I'm talking about his body language and everything. Like when he went up and the and they're reading the scorecards and shit. Like he didn't, dude. If he, if he really thought he won that fight and they're reading off scorecards and they give it to Kamar Usman, like he's 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 saying something right there in the ring. But like he didn't. He just took the L. I don't know. Maybe right. it was a respectful thing, but I, I don't know. That's generally not his characteristic. So, but no offense, Kobe. I just I I fucking thought it was pretty clear. Kobe or Kamar won that three two. All right. All right. Fair enough, man. Last topic of the day. Yes. And uh, you wrote this down. I did not, but I'm going to read it. Is Herb Dean starting to fuck up more and more? Um, I believe you would be talking about the Ben Rothwell fight. So, James, take it away. Yeah, like, look, refereeing... Is not an easy job. Not an easy job, man. But I do agree with Dayton White in the sense that uh, it, stop touching people when, you know, you're just you're jumping the gun and touching people and then you're confusing the fighters and they don't know if they should keep fighting. Um, I, don't know, I don't have too much to say about it. I don't like the shit on Herb Dean. I really don't. I, I, I do prefer Herb Dean over some of the other officials in the UFC. Um, <clears throat> Dana White said a good thing. He was like, luckily that fight was stopped when it was supposed to be stopped because honestly, when Rothwell fell forward onto Lima, Lima caught him. And that's why he didn't like fall to his knees or flat on his face. And then he popped back up. You know, the uh, consciousness came back a little bit, but like he got fucking cracked three times. And the third time his arms dropped and he fell into Lima. So Lima caught him. But I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I don't have too much to say. I don't want to shit on Herb. Like, there's been, I, right. I pulled up. All right. Let me come in here. No, go ahead. Go we'll ahead. Get, we'll get back to the article. But we can play both sides here, man. Because what was he supposed to be stopped? Yes. Uh, I would agree when he jumped in. And you got to commit. Once you touch the guy and say it's over, it's over. Because, you know, what happens if, you know, DeLima puts his arms up like this. He's like, oh, I stopped. And then all of a sudden, Roth will bop. That's a good point. Like, you, just can't, you just can't be having that. At the same time, do I understand why Herb Dean kind of jumped back? Yeah, you know, because Rothwell did, you know, kind of wrap around for a double leg, try and get a takedown, yeah. maybe a little bit. I mean, I think it was clear, you know, uh, when Rothwell was on the bottom, even after the fight was stopped and DeLima kind of, you know, stopped. Uh, Rothwell wasn't moving. So there's also that. I, I think you just got to commit, man. Once you make a decision, that's all it is. Yeah, that's a good way to and put it. And you can say it like that. Like, you know, it's your job. You got to commit. You're that referee. You say this. That's what happens. You do this. People are supposed to do this. You can't be doing a little bit of, eh, you know, I don't really know. That's when people get hurt. Dude, that's a good way to look at it because I didn't really think about it like that. Like, if he when when Lima's arms went up and he was like, oh, I'm stopping. Imagine if Rothwell just fucking from the bottom knocked him out unconscious. And then right. very unlikely. Win? Like, still, like if he just like got up, like, on a, I don't know, like an elbow on the way up, 
it would have to be crazy, but like in a in a different situation with some different angles, I don't think it's that far off to to happen. No, for sure. You're making good you're making very good points because I wasn't really looking at it like that. So actually, Herb, I love you, but yeah, don't fucking touch people. That's actually again. Or if I'm you do, the, if you do to commit. Yes. Like yeah. you're the, you you own it. You're the one running the show in there. Uh, it's always been that way. Don't start second guessing yourself. All right. We love you, Herb Dean. This is not slander like you said. We want to see you around there for a long time. I need you to commit, man. I need you to commit and be decisive in there. That's it. Some, I love you. Some people shit on Herb. They don't think he's a good rep. Dude, I, you know, everyone's here. got opinions. I mean, every time, yeah. every time someone fucking, if he ever took a point away from somebody that someone was betting on, oh, Herb Dean's fucking worst ref ever. How'd you ever take a point? This is bullshit. Like, yeah. who's worse than, or who's better than him? I mean, like, who's a better referee than Herm Dean, though? That, like, you know what I mean? Like, who who would be better than him? I don't know. I'm not, I don't really keep that many tabs on referee or, uh, referees, to be honest with you, man. Um, I just let them do their thing. Chris Tyone is definitely not a better referee than Herm Dean. Um, who else? Herzog. What's, uh, bring us down memory lane over there, man. What? Oh, for the, for his. Okay, so I found this article at MMA sucker.com. MMA sucker. MMA sucker. They uh they talk about Herb Dean's worst refereeing moments of Herb Dean. This is written a little bit ago though. Number one, they have Weidman versus Rockhold. Interesting. Okay, for a lot of these, duh, 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 duh. they're saying that it Dean would not want to take that from someone too early. Okay, ready? I'll read you the last sentence. It is understandable within a championship matchup for all options to be exhausted before the ref calls the fight. It is a once-in-a-lifetime chance, and Dean would not want to take that from someone too early, but Weidman has now lost four fights out of the last five he's had since that beating. The All-American clearly lost a piece of himself in the loss to Rockhold, and Herb Dean was the man in charge of ensuring Weidman's safety. So they're saying... That fight went on for way too long. Rockhold beat the That's fucking piss out of Chris Weidman to the point that Chris Weidman's career has been starting got fucked up after that. <laughs> so I don't know That's if it's aggressive, crazy. dude. <laughs> I mean, I do remember that fight, and they were taking way too long to stop it. Or they, I should say, Herb. Um, and Weidman was like bleeding and getting the fucking shit kicked out of him for so long, for like a round and a half longer than he should have. Now, do I think that affected his performance in his last, in his next like four fights? I don't know. Do you? I mean, that's that's tough to put on someone. Right? Uh, my first my first rebuttal to that article is uh, they're coming for the neck. Uh, <laughs> but if that's the route we're going, okay, and we're gonna sit here and we're gonna say that Herb Dean should have stopped it, should the corner have thrown in the towel? That's always a good question. It's always right? a good question. Hey. Hey, we saw a uh, we saw a, a, it was both of their decision with the Cynthia Calvillo fight. You know, they they talked about it, and because Cynthia was just getting fucking peppered, like, and it probably wasn't going to change. And th- that was one of the ones where, like, I, maybe she could have toughed it out a little bit more. But again, I'm not her. I'm not her corner. Like, I don't know how much beating she was actually feeling in there. She was getting peppered up quite a bit, but um, you, you go in there. And, you know, you train for eight weeks, whatever. But, you know, Yair went through the whole fight. But at the end of the fight, he said, yeah, man, he was just better than me tonight. 
Sometimes sure. you go out there and you're just outgunned. You don't want to admit it. But when it comes to uh, getting your eyeballs punched in and <laughs> your legs kicked out, yeah. you got you to gotta make some strategic decisions here. Unless I just don't get it and I'm the guy on the computer. I don't know. No, dude, there's definitely some situations where I would like to see more. I understand from an extent like how difficult it must be because you put so much time and effort and blood and sweat into preparing for this fight. And the last thing you want to do is be the cornerman that like throws in the towel for their fighter and be like, yeah, my fighter's done. But at the same time, I do understand the health benefits behind it if you start it. And the example I want to use is the Anthony Smith Glover Tashira fight. Uh, when that beating continued to occur for the next two rounds straight and Smith clearly nothing left in the tank, not really protecting himself too much, his teeth are getting knocked out. Even to the point, Glover Teixeira is apologizing to Anthony Smith saying, I'm sorry, Anthony, it's part of the job. Literally like, and Smith is so beat up. He's like, it's okay. I understand. And the ref is not doing anything to stop it. And you're Anthony Smith's corner watching your guy get, I love Anthony Smith, but watching your guy just yeah, get yeah. beat the shit out of like, maybe sometimes in those situations, like let your fighter live to see another day. And Smith is not going to quit. Dude, he's, he's Lionheart. He's never going to give up. Never, ever. He, that dude will never, ever quit. So sometimes I feel like you do have to save the fighter from themselves because a lot of these, a lot of these fighters, they're never going to quit. People like Anthony Smith are never going to give up. Um, and the ref's not doing their job. So sometimes you got to do the job for them. I don't know if that's a controversial opinion, but it, you do have to look up for the health of the fighter sometimes, sometimes all the time, you know, but I don't know. What do you think? Oh, man, I think it comes down to uh, to one question. And it's you got to choose between two uh, possible future what-if moments. You know, you can be the guy who sits there and you look back and you go, wow, I have some sort of brain damage or some uh, disability due to getting my face knocked in for yeah. X amount of minutes and nobody stopped the fight, right? That would be one of those things where you'd probably look back and be like, well, you know, kind of wish I threw in the towel. Or you sit back and you look on your career and you go, hmm maybe I shouldn't have thrown in the towel in that fight because I think I maybe would have been able to come back if I had just done this, that, or this. And then you got to live with that for the rest of your life. Dude, exactly. They're both bad. I'm, I hope and probably won't, won't have to pick between those two. I'm sure there's something else I'm probably going to have to pick between, but it's a tough one. I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all, uh, but I can say that you brought it up. The Anthony Smith Glover to share a fight was disgusting. Uh, horrible so that's to watch that's what i was saying that's why i started laughing over here because i at first i was like oh, anthony smith to go over to show like it didn't click and then when you described picking up his teeth and getting his teeth knocked out or whatever the flashbacks came back and i can remember watching that and uh it's disgusting dude like we're fight fans we're fight fans and everything yeah. but like when you start so watching something like that i'm like this isn't dude this is right. this is tough this is another man like just getting beat down you know, the sport, the sport is gone in that one. Dude, actually, I think I'm gonna, I think I think Herb Dean refereed. Uh, again, I love Herb, but I think Herb Dean also refereed Max Holloway and Calvin Cater, where Max landed like fucking like hundreds of strikes in the fourth round. And I know Calvin Cater was doing everything he could to try to make it look like he is still there fighting back. 
But like, dude, he was in that fourth round in particular, he was a zombie. Like, I don't know how Cater didn't go out or didn't go down, but he was just getting absolutely dismantled in that fourth round. And that was another fight where I'm like, please stop this fight right now. Uh, yeah, it, it was so, Herb Dean. It was Herb Dean, dude. See, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. <clears throat> and even Dana White was getting scared, sitting cage sides. He was scared. He was like, this is this is terrifying me. This fight should be over. He chased Calvin Cater down out of the cage. He was go to the fucking hospital. We're at the hospital right now. Don't fucking talk to anybody. Don't go to the press conference. Go get in the ambulance and go to the hospital. Because he was worried Calvin Cater was going to die. Like, that's how bad that beating was. And I love Calvin. I'm not, like, shitting on him. Like, Max is just an animal. And it, it sometimes shit just happens in the sport. You know, Calvin's still a beast, but just definitely not his night. Um, yeah, Dude, that was another one. Just imagine Glover, you know, on top of you, just grounded, pounding your lights out and saying, sorry. It's hard. Part of the job. <laughs> Dude, when you're, when it gets to the point that, like, you're getting beat up so much to the point that your opponent is like, I don't want to hit you anymore. Yeah. Like, I feel like this should be over, but he's not stopping it. Like that's when it's like, okay, they like it was the same dude. I, now all these things are clicking back on me. Uh, Peter Jan Jose Aldo. I don't remember who was refereeing that fight, but that was another one where Aldo didn't even want to be in there anymore. Like he curled up into a ball and Peter Jan is just punching him in the side of his face and kneeing him in the ribs. And then looking up at the referee, I mean, like he doesn't please make me stop hitting him. Like he doesn't, he's curled up in a ball. He's not trying to fight back. He wants the fight to be over. And you're still telling me to knee him in the ribs and punch him in the face. You know, it's blood sport, but like to an extent, like fighters, some, a lot of fighters don't necessarily like hurting people past the point that they're supposed to, you know, they want to knock you out, but they want you to go home to your family. If that makes sense. Yep. <clears throat> Who so was refereeing? Conclusion. Oh, no. Oh, ahead. what? Go ahead. No, what did you say? I thought you looked up Aldo and Jan. If it's Herb, I don't think it was Herb. It's, not, sure it it's not Herb. I don't know this guy. I I don't know his well, name. That was Fight Island, so it was different than someone else. Yeah. It was the guy that got suspended. <laughs> oh, man. Look, refereeing is a super hard job. Right, but right. You can make arguments either way all day. What were you going to say? Conclusion. No, that's exactly. I was going to say, in conclusion, refereeing a fight turns out it's a pretty hard job, and people are going to have opinions either way. And we constantly will be going back and forth from was that too much of a beatdown, or did that get stopped too early? For sure, uh, you just you'll never you'll never be able to confidently say which one or the other. It's definitely a very difficult job, and I don't envy anybody doing it. For sure. No. Just so that's out there. Yeah. Herzog. It was Herzog who refereed Glover and, and Manly Smith. I just remember that. He did apologize. He did watch Fight Bag and he was like, I need to be better. Made a bad decision here. Because I think he did that too, because when he first started, he was like kind of notorious for stopping fights too early and everybody was yelling at him for it. So then I think he went the, the over correction. He went the over overly corrected it and went too far the other way. Um 
he Jason Herzog, I will say, like, I do see him looking at social media and like study, like he does always try to be better. Like he does always try to be a better referee. Like he doesn't just hear these mistakes he's making. He's like, well, suck it. Like, you know, like, he, <laughs> like I do see him trying to improve every single time he's out there, which is, which is good to see from a referee. You know, I don't know, man. Fights this weekend. <clears throat> Fight. Oh my God. You know, what's a fucking secretly a banger of a card next weekend's card. Jose Aldo, Rob Font main event. Hold up. Let me pull up this main card for you before we go. Look at this shit. It's a fight night. Yes. No, no, I did not. Sorry. Dog needs dinner, dude. You can feed your fucking dog, dude. No, I usually feed my 530. I start recording. Well, sometimes he's like his dinner fluctuates from like 530 to like 645. Like he's he like in the morning, he doesn't always eat right away. Like he'll wait like two hours after his food gets put down. It's so interesting. Your boy Matt Brown's fighting. Yes. So we got um Okay, so the main event is Rob Font, Jose Aldo. Banger. Great fight. Co-main, Brad Riddell and Rafael Fazivi, or however you say his name. Fiziev. Fiziev. Yeah, that's a fucking banger. That's a banger of a fight, mate. Come on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jimmy Crew, Jamal Hill. Jake Matthews and Jeremiah Wells. Okay. Um, Oh, your boy's up here, too, on the main court. Manel Cape taking mm-hmm. on uh I, I never can say his name. Zalgas Zumagulov. Yeah, yeah, you know Magulov. Everyone yeah. knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Alex Morono and Mickey Gull. Okay. Is that on the prelims? Yeah. Oh, I don't have the prelims up here for some reason. Brad Tavares and Brendan Allen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, some good ones, man. Dude, that's a good card. That's a fight night. That's free. Right. Well, the Strictly Bets will be back for that one. 100%. We will be back for that one. Um, Anything else happen before we go? No. John Jones training with Henry Cejudo. I don't know if everybody saw that. That's interesting. That's what it is, yeah. That's what it is. So you guys want to talk about the Travis Scott concert? No. Just kidding. I'm out. I'm out of here. We do with enough controversy on here. Uh-huh. Um, Close it down, dude. Get yeah, I don't, think anything, I, don't think anything, I don't think anything else happened this weekend. Oh, I, I, get, I do have to watch. I do have to watch the Hawani show today. He had a lot. Of, he had Poirier on. Um, he had Misha Tate on. He had Chandler on. I got to see what they have to say. Did you watch it yet? No. Okay. I got to watch that. But all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you being here. Enjoy the fights this weekend. See you fuckers next time. Peace.